Well, good morning, everybody, on Instagram Live, on Spreaker.com, and uh, later this will be published on YouTube. But I've come here with a couple of thoughts today, this morning, and um, if any of you have ever heard this theme with the games for the Physically Challenged... Empire type of games for physically challenged, now the victory challenge. Uh, every year was a part of our school's life. And more importantly, it was one of the most contained events that anybody in sports could ever go to. What do I mean by that? Well, we would dorm at Hofstra University. And then, and I preface this because I was listening to the Yankees and uh, Orioles last night. And I heard that, you know, Major League Baseball is now investigating the Marlins for how that COVID-19 outbreak even happens. How does that happen? Well, Major League Baseball is investigating. Then you've got Lou Williams of the Clippers going to Magic City, a strip club for wings. Magic City today having his backing. Anyway, you have some of these instances where players possibly are leaving the bubble. We don't know about the Marlins yet. But the fact we have to even investigate that, or the league has to investigate that, is very alarming to me. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Because here's the deal. Uh, at these games for physically challenged, kids of all kinds of special needs, whether it was uh, Walker or whether it was CP, all these different disabilities would want to play the game and they would want to stay safe in their bubble, right? In the Hofstra bubble or in the team bubble, uh, on the buses coming in and going out of NASA, uh, Mitchell Field and all the other different parts of the, uh, the facilities. The point is, these kids who competed with disabilities had a will to win, a will to succeed, which included, by the way, not leaving the premises before their competition, the night before their competition. We all might have hung out at this, um, in the living room of the different Hofstra dorms and, and talked to people that way. But to my knowledge, not many people left the bubble that was at Hofstra because we all want to be refreshed. We all wanted to be ready to play, ready to compete each and every year. So I want to direct this to the people, the guys who are making money right now to actually make this season work and actually... Uh, I'm back. And actually, uh, sorry about that, uh, make the season work and actually want to win, I would say, guys, why do we even have to investigate? Why can't these players who make millions of dollars take a cue from kids in Long Island who may have that as their only event of the year, the game specifically challenged? What? <laughs> Why can't they really uh, take after that model and say, you know what? I have a health risk or there's a health risk going on. There's a pandemic going on. We're going to be smart about this. And, and I'm very proud of the Yankees. So I also learned from Susan Wallman last night that Zach Britton is the player rep. And I guess he shut down a couple of times the Yankees players ideas that they can go out and do something. No. MLB has a protocol where you can't leave the team at all. 
And I love that protocol. Some say he could have pushed for the bubble. The bubble's been an obsession, by the way, of late. Uh, This guy leaves the bubble. That guy leaves the bubble. Anybody leaves the bubble, and it's a story. I guess rightfully so, considering what Lou Williams said. And wildly enough, he had to go to a funeral, and then he went to the the wings joint. I'm not... uh, the, The strip joint, I guess. And then to get wings. I don't know what that whole story is about. Totally... It's just crazy to think. You can read it in the paper, but you you weren't there, right? So none of us were there. But I was there at the Nassau County Victory Challenge, at the Empires of Games for the Physically Challenge, where I would observe, <laughs> I would observe kids who wanted to win at wheelchair basketball, wheelchair slalom, ping pong, oh, well, ten, 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 table tennis, we call it. I observed kids that wanted to win. And personally, I didn't ever really leave the premises that I can remember, even as I got into my late teens, early 20s. No, I stayed on campus because I wanted to be freshened up. I wanted to compete hard the next day. Running the 1500, running the 800, uh, running ambulatory slalom, running and competing in field and track and field stuff. Look, the kids that competed in this understood what it meant to be safe, understood what it meant to not mess around during their, and if it sounds like I'm podcasting, I kind of am, this is like a simulcast, I'm live on Instagram, live on Spreaker.com at Alex Garrett Podcasting, and this will be also videoed on uh, YouTube as well, but I'm tired, I'm tired of reading stories that people cannot simply follow the fact that they are in a pandemic playing ball. That they are in a pandemic and they have to take every precaution possible. Now, albeit you can say, well, the players don't really want to play. That doesn't matter. If they're playing now, they're winning. You can see some excitement on the field, at least from what I could see, after home run after home run. Uh, so if you're happy playing, then just play. Stay within the team bounds. I don't know how that... I mean, I do know how that hard how that can be hard to do. Simply because these kids, some of them are kids. Some of them are in their early 20s, and they just want to have the time of their life. They've been pent up. We've all been pent up. We've been quarantined. Yes, that is true. But these guys have sort of a, a mission now to stay as safe as they can. If not for themselves, for their older coaches around them for the manager around them, for even uh, their families. Yeah, they're on the road, but they have to go home back home. How do you expect taking this home if you catch it to family? Which I guess in retrospect is a good reason why it's good that they caught it in Philly so they could stay in Philly for a bit. And I know some of you may want to get into the MLB rollout of this and the way the league fought hard to get this done. That's a different debate. The debate I want to have today is, or the debate, the, the conversation I want to have today is, can these players who make millions of dollars to succeed simply listen to someone like this and say, oh, or, or watch videos by Will Mount Soros on Vimeo.com of the Empire State Games Victory Challenge and games for the Physically Challenge. Uh, I just posted it on the podcast link. Look at those. 
And what you see there are kids that stayed inside that wanted to win. So they did everything they could they, to stay safe. They made sure they stayed within the Hofstra bubble to win. That's not by accident. It's not by accident that by staying inside the night before a competition, even the night before a race, you're going to be a better runner. You're going to be a better athlete. In college, yeah, I mean, kids would would work to stay in most of the time before a game night, which was great to see. I mean, they, they abided by that. And yet here we have people who have everything to gain. They're literally making money to play this year. I just read the Yanks and Phillies are going to be re, uh, repaid for not playing the last two games, which, is, which I think might have been a player association thing. I, I kind of agree with that, though the Yankees didn't make it up with the Orioles or are making it up with the Orioles now. But my point, but, but these guys are are earning something to stay healthy, right? They're earning something to stay healthy. You would think that would inspire a lot of these teams, especially the Marlins, who, let's be honest, they're the hotspot team right now. Them and the Rays, because my uh, Florida's been the hotspot. I know Miami's been the hotspot for a while now. You'd think that because they're making money, they would be inspired to stay healthy, and we wouldn't have to have an investigation into this. But we do. And they went to Atlanta, and then they played the Phillies, and the Marlins actually tested positive starting, I think, the first night against the uh, the Phillies. And then the positives, as you know, grew to 13-14. And so massive, massive. One MLB source told the Post, it's a disruptive outbreak. But if they just saw and followed, Kids who really earned nothing except having an amazing time. Letting and not letting their disability flunk them, uh, stop them. Had an amazing time. The smiles on their faces, you could cry at the videos. The kids who had almost, you know, no money to gain, but an experience and happiness. They followed the rule. They followed the bubble. They followed. We're going to stay on this premises forever until these games are done. I know my dad pushed me to do that, so I I listened to him. I agreed. I have to stay in. I have to get a good sleep the night before a race, the night before a competition. Or you're not going to be good. And so, especially in this time, maybe just Maybe these guys follow protocol for once. And I'm sure a lot of them are. I'm sure a lot of them who got the COVID are very frustrated today because they weren't out. They weren't doing what I guess is rumored. I'm not going to speculate on rumors right now, but they weren't even out. They just were affected because a couple of guys, maybe, maybe one, maybe even one guy, said, I'm going to break the protocol. I'm staying with the team. And because of one or two guys, that whole Marlin team, that whole Marlin season is messed up. Who can... Who, and especially with what we've been going through the last three, four months 
of enforcing it and staying inside in force like we used to do. After going through and watching the news reports of COVID increasing, you would think these young guys, well, all right, they're young. Now, what is interesting is a couple of things. Young people in uh, Missouri, in the Ozarks, did not get anything from their pool party a couple months ago. Very interesting, right? Yet, 30-year-old recently died from COVID. And then on the other side of the diamond alone, the Philly players did not contract anything. So, and that's a great thing, right? That is a good thing that this was at least contained to the Marlins. But if the Phillies didn't get it, does it mean that the game playing is affecting it? Or does it mean the actual being in the clubhouse together is, is, is where the contagion can spread? So, just be smart. And I don't know if anybody in Major League Baseball is going to listen to this, but just be smart. Stay within the team boundaries. And yeah, I guess ask the player rep like the Yankees asked. Uh, Zach Britton, hey, can we go out for, to do this? He's like, no, well, that's good. At least they have a leader there uh, doing, uh, saying, don't do this. And, and as I'm reading this, the Major League Baseball does have a violation uh, policy where if you go to crowded public places on the road, that's a violation. Well, what do they do about it? What does Major League Baseball do about it? I don't think anybody knows exactly how to handle all this when, when an outbreak happens. But I do know from personal experience, staying in the bubble, staying within the confines of a certain sports complex, which Hofstra University turned into for us. We were shuttled to and from the the game's site from Mitchell Field to Hofstra. We were shuttled from Mitchell Field to Nassau Community College. We were shuttled from um, NCC back to the door. We were always shuttled. And these were kids of massive numbers at times. I mean, huge teams of kids with disabilities would be shuttling along with everybody else and they would stay within the protocol because they had a drive to succeed. They had a drive to stay healthy. And so for those who feel like they're entitled to go out, they can do whatever they want because they're making this money, think about safety first. Think about the kids on Long Island who would literally stay in place before a competition and then go back home to Topsha safety after competition. And secondly, uh, at the end of the weekend, they'd all get together and travel back to wherever they were going by bus in the same group. And amazingly, <laughs> a, a, a weekend that you would think might have sickness because we have all these different disabilities uh, all these different conditions or whatever you want to call them, complications, all these different factors 
And yet, to my knowledge, not much sickness. And that is a, a testament to Sue Maxwell. That is a testament to the games. And that is a testament to each athlete that said, I am here to win. I am here to focus on competing in the games for the physically challenged. And that's it. And that is it. I'm not focused on what's going on on Hampstead Terrapike. I'm not focused on what's going on in National Coliseum. I've got a um, a bigger mission at these games, and that's to win. For some, it was gold. For some, like my and Henry Viscardi School basketball team, it was winning the gold medal multiple times in basketball. And we didn't make millions of dollars to do that. We made millions of memories, and we made we made it in our hearts the best times. And literally enjoyed those times. And I remember the hugging that went on in 2008. I mean, we didn't know that was going to be our last season. But due to the uh, H1N1, actually, Viscardi did have their last... Our season's last had their last year in 2008. And even there, when the H1N1 outbreak happened, we were told we can't compete. And that was that. Because we want to stay safe. We didn't want other kids to be affected by h one We didn't want, and we actually had a loss in the community from that. We didn't want um, kids in the community to be just, uh, how do I say it? To be sickened, really, with the H1N1. So we, we internally made the decision to Call off the troops, and we were not going to compete in the 09 year because they care about safety. Now, these perfectly healthy guys who can do whatever and, and can make the choice to be healthy and stay in, in the right frame of mind to compete, the right frame of mind to stay healthy, we're, some, we're seeing some instances where that's not the case. And so I guess I'm writing this before it gets too much because maybe someone out there will hear this that is a Major League Baseballer that could say, oh, you know what? Okay, I'll take a look at that video of the game's physical challenge. All right, I'll, I'll understand that kids from Long Island, kids on Long Island, competed. Nothing to gain monetarily. Just for the sole purpose of winning. And now... Guys that have a job to stay healthy, a, a monetary obligation to stay healthy, I remind you. We're seeing investigations into that. Why? Why? I hope it gets better. I hope this league does do well. And most importantly, I hope these player reps, I hope these players who are younger can truly be understanding that they have other lives around them. And then they're there to do one thing, this season specifically. Uh, well, two things. Pull this off by staying as healthy as you could be. Pull this 60-game season off by staying as healthy as you could be. Playing hard to win. 
And then, yes, <laughs> keeping other people's health around them very much in mind. You got to figure, some of these coaches are in their 60s, 70s. Some are in their 80s. They just want, they want to survive this just as much as you. Or so we hope. So, to those watching this, to those listening to this, to those maybe in Major League Baseball, stay healthy, play a good game every night, stay competitive, and stay safe. And stay with the team. It's the best thing I can think of. It's the best solution I can think of talking from experience. Because competing and staying with the team and staying on campus would lead to... Hold on one second. Not, I'm not trying to brag here, but hold on one second. It would lead to the equivalent It would almost lead to the equivalent of a gold medal, which, and this is from the Games for Victory Challenge. This is what staying inside during those competitions uh, led to. This. This right here. And to me, it's because we all had an itch to compete, a fire to compete, a, compa- a passion to compete. That we were able to get gold. Well, the gold medal for these guys is going to definitely be staying as healthy as possible. And pulling the 60-game off, 60-game season on and off the best they can be. And if Major League Baseball has to change the enforcement policy, well, to be honest, so be it. So be it. At least... Um, at least, hey, DJ Garb, at least they'll have then been able to, to harness this these issues that are rising as much as the COVID cases in the league. For those just joining, uh, watch this back. I think it's a 24-hour lifespan of these stories or live stories. So I'll keep it up here for a while. But please, even those around us right now that aren't playing ball, that aren't doing anything. Stay healthy. We're going to get through this together one by one. Yes, COVID's down, but we have to be vigilant. We have to be on our guard. And so do it. Do it to the best you can. We're all striving for one thing, and that's really, literally, to survive 2020. Let's work together on that a little bit harder. I'm Alex Garrett. Have a great rest of your day. And we'll talk to you soon.